let's begin. Key point number one. Do you care enough to ask? Do you care enough to ask? Let's pick up verse one, chapter one, verse one. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah, it came to pass in the month of Chislev. Now this is, uh, this is going to be November, December, if that helps a little bit, so it's winter. In the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, sometimes it's, it's Susa or Suzanne, uh, the citadel, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the captivity and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down and its gates are burned with fire. When we, when we begin to read through Nehemiah, especially at this point, it seems like any other day. Nehemiah is going about his business. He sees his brother, Hanani. They have recently visited Judah. And now Nehemiah asks, hey, how are things in Israel? Keep in mind that about 13 years have passed. We know this because it says it's in the 20th year. That means 20 or 13 years have passed since Ezra led that second group of the remnant back to Israel. So he's asking. And in these three verses, we discover that Nehemiah was the kind of person who cared. We know he cared because he took time to inquire. Why would Nehemiah ask about the remnant? I mean, after all, consider this. Nehemiah served as the cupbearer to the king of Persia. His own life was probably quite comfortable. More importantly, let me ask you, are you the type of person who inquires how others are doing? I want us to look again, look closely at verse 2. Because it's in this verse 2 that you, you read it so quickly that you, you, you can miss that there was more than just a passing, hey, how are you, or how were things, and how was your trip? You know, you know what I'm saying? That like, like we ask somebody, you know, hey, how was your vacation? Oh, it was good. That's not, that's not what's happening here. Look back at verse 2. And I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped. That's one thing that he asked. Who had survived the captivity not just those that were born during it, but yeah, some of the, the elderly, they had survived the captivity. And concerning Jerusalem, he's listed three things here. What it tells me is that he just didn't have a passing, hey, how was your trip to Jerusalem? How was that little, how was that little you know, trip that you made? But they had a conversation. It was a conversation of questions. And Nehemiah was genuinely interested in their well-being. But here's the problem. In our culture today, we are so accustomed to the superficial, aren't we? I mean, you think about it. We, are we not so accustomed to the superficial? Perhaps one of the reasons that we prefer the superficial is because in reality, we don't want to know what's going on. Let me, let me explain. 
new information might bring personal obligation. This new information, it turned Nehemiah's ordinary day into a turning point in his life. He gathered some information simply by asking and saying, hey, tell me about the, tell me about those that went back. Tell me about those that survived the, you know, the captivity. Tell me about Jerusalem. And with the information that he gathered, it placed upon Nehemiah a personal obligation. I would suggest that sometimes one of the reasons that we're okay with superficial and one of the reasons that when we just ask, hey, how are you doing? We hope they give us a, hey, I'm doing good, and just move on by, is because we don't want that new information to create a personal obligation. I believe that Nehemiah was okay with that new information. In fact, he, was, he allowed it to be a turning point in his life. As I thought about it, I was reminded of a, of a paper that I wrote as a freshman in college. I was a freshman at the University of Kentucky and in one of my classes I had to write an investigative paper. One of the things that I thought would be interesting to write about was that uh, just uh, the week earlier uh, there had been a rape on campus and it took place on one of the campus fraternities uh, houses on campus. So I went to the campus police, went to the police station there on campus, and, and I inquired, uh, told them that I was doing a piece of pa a paper for a class, and I asked them about the rape that took place at the fraternity. But they told me that the University of Kentucky has a perfect record of zero rapes. But I was totally confused. I, I pressed them with specific date and a specific fraternity that was on campus. As I was about to leave, there was one person that came up to me and I was told that perhaps I could go to the city police because the University of Kentucky does not track any rapes that happen in the city of Lexington. The investigation, basically, my, my paper revealed that they didn't want new information. They didn't want to know that there were rapes on campus. Why? Because it would create a personal obligation. So it was easier for what? For them to just say, although that happened in the city of Lexington, that didn't happen because it was a, a, on the campus of our university. So those crimes are recorded with the city police. Here's the point. Sometimes in our culture, we're very superficial just simply because we don't want to know. We don't want to know because if we find out something that we didn't know and it places upon us a personal obligation. And the sad thing is I've seen it, I've seen it in many places, not just to, to, to cast a, um, you know, a bad picture of a campus or a college campus. Turns out that many college campuses have the same practice. That way they could tell mom and dad that, you know, those things don't happen on the campuses. But I think we avoid sometimes going beneath the surface, going beyond the superficial. 
So let's look again at key point number one. Do you care enough to ask? Let me add, add this to it. Do you care enough to ask even if new information brings personal obligation? Do you care enough to ask even if it turns an ordinary day into anything but ordinary? Instead of just the superficial, hey, how are you? How about questions like this? Hey, how are classes going? Hey, did you get a chance to talk to your son over Easter? Hey, how is your grandson's foot? Hey, are your grandparents recovering okay? Hey, did you get the vaccine this week? Have you regained your strength after being sick? There's lots of questions that we can ask. Do you care enough to ask even if the new information brings personal obligations?